Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. We're going to talk about 401k and some imperfections they might have. You know, it's definitely a powerful retirement savings tool, but it is not perfect. So we're going to go through some weaknesses you should be aware of, whether it's any of the alphabet soup, the 401k or the 403b or the TSP or the 457. It's all the same. So we're going to go through that a little bit with Eric. 515-226-1500 is how you get on the counter. If you've got questions about your 401k, maybe it's a rollover conversation or how you're going to, you know, turn that into money in, uh, you know, getting money out of it in retirement. So all those things, we're going to touch on some of that as well through this segment. So reach out to him, get on the calendar. He and the team at Peterson Financial Group are here to serve you, help you get uh, to and through retirement, get retirement ready with that review. No cost or obligation. 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement resource. Again, 515-226-1500 or stop by the website at askericpeterson.com. Com and check out that tax bill calculator as well. We'll talk more about that also. All right, my friends. So uh, first thing on my list here for 401k imperfections, administrative costs. It's not cheap. No, no. They are very expensive plans. And a lot of the expenses are, are hidden from the employee. They really don't see them, but the employer does. And some of the plans, they, they will pay the expense out of pocket. Usually larger plans do that. But small employers, when they have these plans, they'll push those expenses uh, kind of like peanut butter amongst all the... Uh, the participants. So they'll, they'll pay some of those expenses. And because you need a lot of assets before you get this kind of economy of scale. So just understand that. The nice thing about the 401k when they set it up is that it's, you know, payroll deduct. It's kind of out of sight, out of mind. You don't have to physically then go and deposit a check like you do into an IRA to save for retirement. It's kind of done automatically for you. So there's a cost involved in doing that. The 401k companies have people they have to employ, all those types of things. So there are some costs. A lot of them you don't see. A lot of them are hidden from you, but they are not cheap in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, for sure. And that's one place where they're not perfect, right? So, uh, And they scale differently depending on the company size and all that kind of stuff. So that's one area. Another, Eric, is uh, they're mostly mutual funds in a lot of cases, not, often not a lot else. And we tend to jump into these things thinking about them. They're easy when we just grab a target date fund, right? So we've got a job. we we look at it, we go, I don't know what to pick. So it's easy to pick the 2030 fund, for example, because that's when I'll be, you know, retirement age and boom, there you go. Right. In fact, they all are mutual funds. Sometimes they're called separate accounts, but a separate account and a mutual fund, it's like if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, (laughs) sounds like a duck, it's probably a duck. (laughs) Right. They are mutual funds, uh, but it might be a a different version of the retail mutual fund because they have to have it inside of these accounts. Now, target date funds you mentioned, the target date funds were actually the mutual funds industry answer to the trustees of these plans saying, hey, come up with a way that you can give investment advice to my employees because I, as the trustee and fiduciary, am on the hook for them. And they there have been plans that have been sued by their employees for their employer not giving them the investment advice that they, that they required or needed to be successful. Because 
when you uh, when you first enroll in your 401k, there's a whole laundry list of all the different investments you can go on and what they're one month, three month, year to date, one year, three year, five year, 10 year return is. And what people do is they look and they go over the 10 year return. They start looking, okay, which one had the highest return over the last 10 years? Well, more than likely, that's the most aggressive account there is. And they're going to put all my money into that. And then we have a time like we're having right now. And those aggressive accounts might be down 20, 25, 30% year to date. And they're like, oh my God, I'm losing all my money. I'm, you didn't give me investment advice. So mutual fund industry came out. So, okay, we're going to create target date funds. And what those target date funds are going to do is we're going to change the mix between the stock accounts, the bond accounts that we have. We're going to change that mix the closer it gets to that date. So kind of as an automatic rebalancing, if you will. Is it foolproof? Absolutely not. Nothing in your 401k will give you any kind of a guarantee unless it says guarantee in it. Like some of them may have a guaranteed interest fund, which is like a money market account or something like that. It's just going to pay you a fixed interest rate for a fixed amount of time, like a CD. Some of them have that. Most of them don't. So everything you have in that 401k is subject to some kind of risk. And fees and expenses, which you don't understand and can't see. So that's another <laughs> negative on them. Okay. Um, so just remember that, that it's an accumulation tool. Mm-hmm. Um, you also want to buy more aggressive when markets are down, especially if you're further away from retirement. But it's a great tool for accumulation. It's not a great tool for distribution, as we'll talk about later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, limited asset classes as well, right? A lot of times, 401ks give you the option of the large cap. Uh, mid cap, small cap, and tend to, especially with those, like I just mentioned, those target date funds, you tend to be at a lot of the same type of larger cap stuff. Right. In fact, when we when we do analysis for folks and we show them, let's say they have, you know, ten different mutual funds, all those mutual funds are going to own Microsoft, yeah. Amazon, <laughs> Apple, because the largest companies are going to represent most holdings of most companies. Yeah. So, there's not like a lot of world commodities and things in there either. No. Right? Yeah. No. You can't get it. And, and because they need to have those accounts that are more traditional types of asset classes because of the volatility that could happen. You know, there was talk about maybe adding a cryptocurrency fund to 401ks, and now mm. we see that's thrown out the window because cryptos are down about 60% year to date. Right. They want anything that volatile in there. Remember, this is a tool for you to save money for a specific event known as retirement. <laughs> so. You wouldn't take your retirement dollars to Vegas and put it all on red through, right? <laughs> right. Some, so, some do, and some have. Some, yeah. Yeah, let's not. Some do, and maybe if red, if red three hits, man, then you can retire right then. But right. if it doesn't, you're back to the drawing board having to accumulate. So they're going to have more traditional asset classes, right? Stocks, yeah. Yeah. maybe some exchange-traded funds. Like you said, they have small, mid, large cap. They may have international. So it, it's, it's admired in the verbiage. You know, what is a, the American uh, equity fund or what is the new world balanced fund? You know, oh, there's wow, all these yeah. weird names they have for them. So having someone help you select those is important, too. We do that for our clients, even though we're not managing those assets for them. We still give them some advice on those accounts as to what we think they should be allocated into. Mm-hmm. It just helps. When you're a client, we're going to give you a lot of additional value because you are a client that we don't charge for just because we like to build the relationship and those types of things. It's pretty, once you understand how it's going to work, it's pretty simple on the 401k from an allocation standpoint. Okay. Well, great, great information here as we're talking about 401k imperfections. Again, if it's the only tool available to you, certainly, you know, doing something for retirement is uh, ideal, right? We want to be doing something, but there could be some places to just ponder that they're not perfect. Uh, another one might be the fact if you're looking for conservative investments, Eric, you, you don't find a lot of choices in the average 401k, right? You don't. Mm-hmm. And there's typically going to be bond funds 
Um, there might be a, a money market account or a cash balance account, something like that. You might call hear it. what stable value is that what the term uh, and, or stable value? Correct. Yeah. Now sometimes a stable value or no, I'm sorry, the stable value is not the GIC guaranteed interest contract. Some of them have that, which is a let's say they'll pay two percent for the next year or something mm-hmm. like okay. that. They have those, but a stable value is basically just like a money market account, which is going to be made up of short term uh, bond type of holdings. However. When you factor in fees and where interest rates are, some of those are running at a negative right now. So you're not losing much, maybe half a percent over the year. It's stable, but you're still going backwards. Ah. So as people get close to retirement, what they want is they want to be able to, hey, I've, you know, I've earned a lot in this thing. I want to take some of these winnings off the table. Well, how do I do that in the 401k? It's very challenging. And so they end up leaving the stuff at risk. And as we saw you know, at the end of 2021, they probably had some great returns. They wanted to hide some of those. Well, how do you do that? And they didn't. And what happened? They gave those back. So if you're close to retirement, which means or you've reached this threshold called 59 and a half, you can do what's called an in-service transfer. Now, in-service transfer does not disrupt your current contributions, doesn't disrupt the plan. If the plan allows it, most do. Found a few that don't, but most do. You could transfer from the 401k to an IRA tax-free. Now, once you're in the IRA, you can choose all kinds of different investments stuff that's very conservative, stuff we talk about all the time on this program about things that give you participation in the equity markets on the upside but don't lose on the downside. Those are fantastic tools, things that can generate income when you're ready to retire, or things that are aggressive. You know, So you got the whole gamut of investments once you go into the IRA. The 401k, you're limited to what the 401k is, a, is providing you to choose from. So if you are 59 and a half or later, you definitely want to look at moving your money out just to give you more options to get ready for retirement so that you can be prepared and not just wait for the market to come back before you can retire. Yeah. Well, again, and we're talking about these imperfections, and one of the things we mentioned was uh, the withdrawals. They're a bit clunky, right? So for making the pulling that money out, because that's what we're that's ultimately the goal, right? Eric, how do I get this stuff out so I can live off of it? Yeah. You just don't want to leave it in there and look at it and say, Oh wow, <laughs> Ooh, look how neat. much money I have. And <laughs> right. oh, yeah. Oh, well, I still want to eat, right? Yeah. <laughs> still want to live. Now the thing about the 401k that is challenging as you go to take money out is it has a mandatory tax withholding. Anytime you take a distribution from a qualified plan, they, the plan sponsors, mandatorily by the federal government, has to withhold 20% as a prepayment of your federal income tax. So that gets a little annoying. So if you want a $10,000 distribution, you only get 8,000 because they're gonna withhold $2,000 on your behalf to send it to the government for your prepayment of your taxes. Well, they don't care that maybe you've done a tax analysis and you know you're not going to pay much in tax because of where you draw your other income from or maybe your standard deduction is wiping that away. They don't care because they have to do it mandatorily. When you're in an IRA, however, then you get to choose how much tax or even if you want tax withheld. So a lot more flexibility, which is why we're a big proponent of when clients are getting ready to retire or are retired about moving the money out of their plan into the IRA. Now, they always say, well, my expenses are lower in the 401k. No, they're not, because a lot of them you don't see, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the other problem with the plan is it's got charges a lot, you don't see it, but you see it in an IRA. So sometimes it's the unknown, ignorance is bliss, maybe sometimes, <laughs> right. but understanding how that works, but also working with somebody, there's a cost involved with that, but it does give you the confidence, takes away that worry, gives you the tools and the confidence to retire on your terms when you want to retire. If you don't have that, and you want something like that. Easiest way to find out is give us a call. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast, 
and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now, 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk in including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.